I'm Natalie. And I'm Shay. And this is Delusional. As fuck. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you guys are all having a beautiful week. It's December. Woohoo! It's... Oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's not December. <laughs> it's December when this is when this comes out, not when we're recording this. But it's feeling like December for me already. Did you see my story this morning? Uh, No. No. Okay. I went to my yoga class this morning and I had to leave extra early. I knew because it's been extra cold out overnight and like in the mornings now because you have to go down and you have to defrost your car. It was 26 degrees in my car when I went down this morning. That's, (laughs) I don't even know what to say about that. I'm just, I'm proud that I made myself go and it seems less intimidating now. So you woke up at 6am and you had to defrost the car. (laughs) 5 30 and defrost the car at and 5 yeah and then i got Jesus to yoga Christ. at 6 20 i don't even i don't even know i'm struggling to even keep up with you right now i'm a little bit sleepy <laughs> and i'm like hyped <sighs> off caffeine if you guys can't tell so hopefully natalie and i will meet in the middle during this episode yeah can you come down and <laughs> be less caffeinated for me because i'm just i don't know just another day just another day I don't know I feel like I had a good day but it was pretty mundane but I enjoyed it I like when I go to yoga at 6 30 and then on the way home I stop at Trader Joe's because nobody's in there Mm. and the shelves are all perfectly restocked honestly it's amazing it feels like the store just opened for me all of the cash registers are open there's literally maybe one other person in the store it's really amazing I recommend going to the stores right when they open I wish that sounds really nice I went today at three and it was it was honestly busy I mean it wasn't peak busy but it was still annoying busy yeah there was this big silver cart right in front of me and people were kind of trying to like get around and I'm, I'm just I'm like I don't know what to do there's a cart in front of me like I'm trying <laughs> it's like tr- it's like you're driving like you need to put on your blinker and be like okay can someone let me in like please genuinely no I feel that so to avoid that yeah. 8 a.m., 7.50, something like that. Mm-hmm. So what else did you do today? Anything crazy? I just worked today, but I had like a good breakfast. I washed my hair this morning. I had a good lunch and work was not too crazy. So I don't know. I think that's where my good mood has spawned from. Hmm. I finished Gilmore Girls. <gasps> yes. The year in a life. Ugh. Triggering, huh? <laughs> It was, it was honestly like, it's kind of fucking rude, right? actually. Like it's borderline offensive. Like why would they, everything was great. I actually really enjoyed it. And then the last half of a second, Rory goes, I'm pregnant. And then they end it like, what, what? Like, please. And like, that was filmed like eight years ago. So obviously they're probably not going to follow up. So why did they drop the fucking cliffhanger? And then just fucking leave us like that. Like, it's it's rude. It's annoying. It's really annoying. I I think about it. I think that's going to be my Roman Empire for the rest of my life. I think about it probably once a week, honestly. It's, uh, yeah. It's I, And I, I'm sure I know what happens. Okay. I think what happens is Logan is the baby daddy, mm-hmm. obviously, I think. Yeah. Do you think that's obvious, yes. right? Okay. People on Google are like, who is the baby daddy? I'm like, obviously, Logan. Yeah. So Logan's the baby daddy, and then he is basically like Lorelai's Christopher, like Rory's Christopher, mm-hmm. where they have that dynamic where they're just never, ever going to align, but they always are like what could have been. Yeah. 
And Rory's probably true soulmate is probably Jess. You've been you're like a Jess stand to the core. Just with the clues that they keep dropping, like the hints, like how the last second Luke was like, "Oh, you're never gonna get over Rory," and he's like, "Yeah, I am." And then he starts staring at her like all fondly. It's like I'm just I'm just picking up on yeah. that. Also because he's Luke's nephew, Lorelai and Rory, they just have like the same life path in a way. So yeah, it's it leaves a lot of room for us to get creative with our own visions of what everything after that would be oh, they should write a book they at should least a book it yeah. as a book i would read every single one of whatever they put out that would be amazing because then they don't have to deal with the characters aging out or anything of their roles i, know. I would read it honestly write in to the creator anyways i feel like we could talk about gilmore girls all day so we'll probably continue this conversation off the pod one more thing mm-hmm. me and zach finally got an air fryer 10 out of 10 really yes make sure to unplug it because apparently they can like explode oh yeah we do because well right now it's still on the counter but ideally i don't like really keeping too many appliances on the counter so it'll have to be unplugged to be put away but Zach and I have been wanting to get an air fryer for quite some time. And last year we started doing this thing where we get like a together gift that we go half and half on. And last year we got the switch and this year we got the air fryer and we got it early because we just wanted it already. And we love it. We used it for every meal on Sunday, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. (laughs) What'd you make? Well, in the morning we just tested it on bagels because that was our first time using it. So we just wanted to see, does this thing work? And it worked. And then for lunch, we made a pizza. It was so good. Hmm. Wait, a pizza? We got one that's like a, it's like a multi-purpose air fryer. So it has, you can air fry, you can bake, you can dehydrate things, you can keep things warm, which is like convenient if you're cooking for like multiple people and you have to put like sides or something in there to keep warm. It does a lot of things. So you put in raw pizza dough? Yeah. Wow. And it cooked it in 10 minutes. What? Mm-hmm. Like the one from T- Trader Joe's, the dough? No, Zach made it from scratch. Both of our mans just like make dough from scratch. What is with I, them? I I don't know. Wait, I'm... So you guys made a dough, <laughs> a big dough, and put it in an air fryer? Yes. It's like basically like a mini oven. So it's not one of those like egg looking ones i just couldn't i couldn't tolerate having an appliance that looks like that that's just a me thing no offense to anyone with an egg air fryer but i wanted one that was did not look like that and this one though allows us to like make different things it can toast nine pieces of toast at once nine yeah we need to see a picture of this fucking air fryer what the fuck is this thing (laughs) we'll put it on the story nine is wild i know and a whole 10 inch pizza so 10 inch pizza (laughs) Yes, me How and big Zach. Is the air fryer. I don't know, but me and Zach had the pizza for lunch. We made a margarita pizza, and it was so good, like genuinely very good. And then for dinner, we had chicken skewers. Okay, I need to see a, a video. I need to get the link. I'm just need to see what this thing looks like. So we need to share those details because I'm shocked that you can make all that stuff in an air fryer. Like to me, when I think of air fryers, I just think of like making french fries yeah or like chicken nuggets maybe but like the healthier ones you know yeah but that's it i'll share everything that i make 
in it with you. You know I will already. <laughs> yes, please do. I feel like that's a good segue into our conversation for today, which is going to be kind of about shopping, but we're going to start off by talking a little bit about gift giving first, since it is the season. Tis the season, as they say. Yeah, tis the season. I know everybody is gifting or getting ready to gift, and we have some fucking things to say. (laughs) Natalie's always coming in hot and I'm here for it. (laughs) So how are we feeling? Do we like gift giving or do we not like it? So every year I wind up going on this spiel after Christmas. More, This is more from the gift receiving side, but a problem or a grievance, a grievance I'd say that I've had kind of like the past couple of Christmases is receiving gifts and I don't want this to be interpreted the wrong way like I don't want this to be interpreted as like oh she's bratty or she's spoiled or like I don't know like she's ungrateful you know but a lot of times I'll receive gifts that I just feel like are very impersonal like they just kind of like went in the store and didn't think of what I like or what my interests are or what my style is like and honestly it's not that I'm ungrateful. It just makes me feel like very unseen. And like the person that's giving me the gift didn't take the time to actually think about me and that I was just kind of like another name they were checking off their list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a huge problem. And I don't like this either. I don't like feeling like I need to buy a gift for somebody because that's just what you fucking do. (laughs) Like that's just what you're obligated to do. Like I don't like that feeling either. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. And that's when you get those kind of just random gifts which also I don't want to sound uh, ungrateful about, but it's in, I feel the same way as you. Yeah. And I feel like this next point that I'm going to talk about is something that you probably relate to as well. Another element of that, that brings me a lot of guilt is after receiving a gift, that's just like not my taste. A lot of times it just winds up going to Goodwill or something, or I try to find someone to give it away to. And I feel like that will be so misconstrued, but it's like, I'm just using an example of like clothes because I feel like that's a super straightforward example, but it's like, you're not going to wear something at the end of the day that you just is not you, you know? Yeah. And clothes are really hard to gift for somebody unless you already know kind of exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. Clothing is messy. Mm -hmm. It's just so tough. It just feels like when you get a gift that isn't something that's specifically your taste or doesn't really work for you, it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like you don't know me and I feel unseen. That's the Mm -hmm. emotion that it evokes for me. Gifting can be really complicated and really tough. Mm -hmm. And I think what we generally as a society need to avoid just grabbing the random thing at Walmart and throwing it under the tree because you feel like you fucking have to. We're hoping to alleviate that here because I don't I don't like that feeling personally. For me, I really like giving gifts when I find the right gift for the right person. And I will do this honestly mm-hmm. any time of year. If I find a gift for someone that I'm like, this is so them, they're going to love this. I feel confident about it. I will get it and I will feel amazing about it and I'll feel so excited and just the whole nine yards. I'll feel great about it. But when I feel like I have the pressure to give something, it kind of, mm-hmm. for me, it takes the fun away a little bit. And it does become a little more stressful, especially if you're getting down to the wire, like when there's a timeline like Christmas... So mm-hmm. again, how do we fix this? That's that, how do we fix this and how do we do it in the best way possible? 
on that same note that Natalie was just touching on is that I feel like the fact that gifting has kind of become this expectation in our society to literally get a gift for like anyone of importance in your life or anyone that you see on a regular basis, it's kind of lost its magic. Mm. Like the Christmas magic of giving a gift and receiving a gift, it feels impersonal a lot of the times and just expected. And it, like Natalie was saying, it doesn't feel as good to give or receive a gift that you feel like was just given or received out of expectation. Yeah. And we need to get back to that. We need to get back to that and make Christmas time feel a little bit more magical. And I think being thoughtful and intentional about the gifts that you give, I feel like will bring some of that magic back and make people just feel a little bit more special, especially as adults. I feel like we don't feel that as often as adults. Mm-hmm. Everything's boring. Everything sucks. <laughs> Just kidding. It doesn't. But yeah, no, I, I agree. We need to make Christmas fun again for us, us old people. Yes. Oh, you're going to make people mad. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. 25 is not old. We're sarcastic queens here. Okay, guys, keep up. Keep up. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, I have a quote that I found that I feel like is the perfect quote to start off this episode. Well, we kind of already started, but before we get into this next part, and it's by Queen Vivian Westwood. Do you know of her, the designer? Yes. <laughs> okay. I watched Project <laughs> One Way. Okay, I know. I know. Okay. I just found this quote from her, and it's, buy less, choose well, make it last, slay. Okay. <laughs> Buy less what? Buy less, choose well. Choose well, okay. That's like the intentional element of it, you know? Sure. Make it last. Buy something quality and make sure that it has a long lifespan. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the sentiment behind that quote. At least how I'm interpreting it. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that is the perfect quote to keep in mind when you're shopping this holiday season. I think that when you're trying to be an intentional gift giver, it kind of results in mindfully shopping. It just, I feel like it all ties into each other, putting more thought into getting a gift that the person receiving it will actually keep and get good use out of. There are many ways that you can be a mindful shopper. I think one of the biggest, most apparent ways that you can do this is by shopping small. Mm -hmm. Would you say so? Yes. (laughs) As a very unbiased, very unbiased small business owner. um, Very unbiased. Yeah, I I think you guys should shop small. (laughs) That's just my opinion. (laughs) Specifically at Plant Slut. (laughs) No, no, not even specifically at Plant Slut. Anywhere, (laughs) anywhere, anywhere. And I have a few reasons. Just a few cute, casual totally not aggressive passive aggressive biased (laughs) ways at all um listen guys if you guys don't start shopping small (laughs) you won't have the option that's just the first thing when i was thinking about why should people shop small so that we can continue to have the option this holiday season this like Black Friday, Small Business Monday, it was rough. And I know not just rough for me because I have lots of small business friends that I kind of keep in touch with. And I was at an in-person market on those days and I was asking everybody how we doing. And it's just, uh, it's not how it used to be. And that's Mm. just, 
I can't get into it. It's too convoluted to really dissect everything going wrong right now. But all I know is that small businesses are dropping like flies. Like it's so sad. And we got to shop small so that we continue to have the option too. That's number one. Cause your, your dollar can make a difference. Right. Genuinely yeah. in your community. Yes. And, um, we don't all want to only have targets and Walmarts around <laughs> and that would be really shitty. So number two, I guess I'm just listing things now. <laughs> Sorry guys. I have things to say. Lists are good. Uh, number two, shopping small is overall better for the world, people, the environment, uh, humanity in general, if you know, you know, <laughs> and I want to give a disclaimer, which is that in the world that we live in, it's unfortunately very difficult to entirely shop small. As a small business owner, I can tell you that sometimes there is no other option when shopping. It's really tough. And I don't think that shopping at big box corporations makes anybody a bad person, but I think it's just the corporations can be bad people depending on the ones that we're shopping. And I think it's very convoluted. And I'm not getting into it, but just to repeat myself from, I think, a previous episode, I said you have to figure out where your values and your beliefs are and just do the best that you can to align them with them. And I know we're all just out here trying to survive. So, yes. Can I throw in a quote? Uh Uh-huh. Since I'm the quote queen today, apparently. Isn't there this saying that goes around in the small business community that's like shop small when you can, where you can or where you can and when you can? Just basically Mm -hmm. like as much as you can, like try your best. And like Natalie was saying, it's genuinely not possible, especially like in America to make some of our purchases at small businesses, honestly, a lot of them, which is unfortunate. And I know that all of our listeners have very beautiful hearts. And if the opportunity was there, we would all shop small exclusively. But yeah, I think the, the intent of just supporting small businesses as much as you can especially during the holiday season especially in this recession depression that we're in is the way to go yes please support small businesses if you can when you can and where you can obviously another amazing aspect of shopping small is the unique cute shit that small businesses sell there's Mm -hmm. so many good options and we can get into the specifics a little bit later on but I don't want any weird like AI generated crapola. Like I want I want some <laughs> stuff that's that's real and handmade and that is a huge benefit to shopping small because corporations are getting so wild with AI these days some of them. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit scary and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, you can find so many products with so much more character from small shops, small businesses which we love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to shop small, don't worry. I'm an expert. I have got you. Um, number one, <laughs> number one is markets. Markets are truly the best way to go and get all of your shopping done at once. So super convenient. Mm-hmm. Also, you get the one-on-one interaction with the people making the products, which is, I think it's really special. I really love it. I'm not really like a shy person that much. I think some people who maybe are more like some people maybe it freaks them out and okay fine fair enough there's also everybody has online stores nowadays so markets where do you find the markets where are these markets i wrote down a few big event companies west coast craft which is las um, nsf 
Renegade, SFLA, New York, Chicago, and Seattle. SJ Made, which is just central to San Jose, but all of these places have online stores and you can literally go on and then they have lists, long lists of tons of small businesses. And they, I think one of them had it separated by products. So you can go in and be like accessories, like wood, homeware, like whatever, and then a long list. So super easy. And then again, everybody has online stores. I have some too that I know of from the places I've lived. Oh, which ones? Um, and I I feel like they, at the very least, would have like be following that the, the uh, makers or the small businesses that they have at the shop. So I don't know if they have websites. I haven't looked into that. But if anything, you can probably find different small businesses tagged in their posts and things like that. But Shop Small Soiree, which is in like LA County based and in Portland, there's the PDX Night Market and they host markets all throughout the year for like different holidays and they do them themed. So I'm sure that they have resources as well for like where to find these small businesses to shop from too. Mm -hmm. If you live in a smaller area, you can always Google it markets near me or specifically craft fairs near me or just follow your favorite local small businesses on Instagram and then more more than likely they will post about the markets that they're doing and then just show up and show out that's super important Mm -hmm. very appreciated and when you buy in person you can see the happiness on the face Mm -hmm. sometimes I get so happy especially if it's like a bigger more exciting purchase like when I sell a rare plant I'm like oh my god I'm so excited like I can't even contain it like I'm so stupid but it's it's just special I don't know I don't know what to tell you guys maybe I'm just a sentimental person but and it's become a problem for me like I walk into a small business and I have to buy something now which is not great (laughs) I need to work on it but I just I I'm just empathizing hard so um yeah Etsy Etsy too which I know you love I love Etsy yeah, that's too. all I have to say. <laughs> you can find some very cute stuff on there. I guess yeah. that's not all I have to say. You can find so many cute things on there. And like even I ordered a crocheted keychain recently. You know, that's my favorite purchase of the year. And I got a personal note with it. And I was like, I just love this. This feels like such, I don't know. I'm so much more satisfied with my purchase. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that it came from like another girly out there. It just made me so happy to receive. It's so special. I want to put your AirPods case on my wish list too. So send me the link for that too, because she has the cutest little bear thing. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking adorable. And I've been needing an AirPods case because my AirPods have just been raw dogging my purse for the past life. five years. And I don't even know how they still work. One of them is making a weird noise. I'll share the link. Thank you. Another Another way that you could be a mindful shopper is shopping secondhand. Mm -hmm. And I know this might not be for everyone as far as who you're gifting to. Secondhand isn't everyone's thing. But if you know of someone in your life that does enjoy shopping secondhand, I'd say go for it. Maybe I'm adding my friends for this one because I would love to receive things that like my friend went and thrifted for me. I think that would be so sweet. So I was just like thinking, what if someone went and thrifted you a little thrift bundle of like a couple tops, a pair of pants, a skirt, and like a little pair of sandals or something and sent you like a thrift bundle? I think that would be such an adorable gift to receive or like all of the cute shit that you find at your Goodwill. Like that would be all of those things would be such excellent gifts and thrifting, I think 
and buying secondhand is such a chore in it of itself because it's like a whole excursion when you have to go, you have to hunt. I think just knowing that somebody went and did that would be like such a sweet thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. I love thrifting. I've been into it now more than ever before, which is crazy. And thrift stores have such good glassware. Mm-hmm. Very cute little things, unique trinket boxes, jewelry boxes, games even. Or I, I got my brother for Christmas. Uh, he probably listened, so I don't want him to hear. But something very unique, okay? You can find unique stuff more than just um, ceramic stuff and clothes. Love the clothing idea. Gifting clothes is tough, but if you're confident in your abilities, mm-hmm. send it. Why not? Fuck it. It's yeah, thrifting. It's second hand. I think thrifting for someone else is such a selfless act especially if it's a friend who shares similar taste as you like if I thrifted something for you that I thought was really cute when I'm like no I'm gonna give this to Natalie like that would be such a selfless act in my opinion that would be hard it would be hard it's hard to give up those good finds but as a thrifter receiving something like that I would be like I know that it must have been kind of painful to Mm -hmm. gift this instead of keeping it for yourself and that makes it all the more special in my opinion Mm -hmm. another way to be a mindful shopper is really leaning into quality over quantity I feel like this one is so hard in this day and age because we're all so obsessed with having that very full Christmas tree all the gifts under the tree I feel like people always, well, I don't know if it's like this so much anymore, but I feel like growing up, do you remember like in high school, people would post like their Christmas tree and you would see like all the gifts and all the bags and everything under the tree. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a competition, like a subliminal competition. Nobody was really saying it, but you're kind of flaunting like how many, you know, your family had the luxury of having, yes, like a subtle flex. And uh, I feel like this one is hard because I, I think this is ingrained in our heads from such a young age and I think it really depends on what the dynamic around Christmas was like in your household if you have have parents that brought you up really valuing the quantity of gifts rather than the quality of gifts I feel like it's really hard to get out of that mindset and I think that that was kind of the mindset that I grew up with like I would walk out and we'd see a lot of things and maybe they weren't necessarily the most expensive because we weren't even really well off, but maybe it was like, oh, let's see how many like large-ish items we can buy for the cheapest price to make it look more impressive when they come out in the morning for Christmas. I think it's hard to get around, but have you heard about those families that do like every year for Christmas, they only get their kids like four gifts or something. And it's, I think it's like something you want. So something that's not a need, something you want, something you need. So that would be like, socks and underwear or like things like that something you wear oh I guess maybe we double down on the clothes there but like a a shirt or something and then something you read so like a book Mm -hmm. and that's just what they grew up expecting just like those four things and maybe like some stocking stuffers and I feel like that is probably a more mindful mindset to grow up with yeah I agree and I think that that's that is really mindful and probably also really good a good thing to instill in kids I feel like some people out there might say it's a little bit like giving millennial mom (laughs) have you heard of the millennial mom who like takes away the Halloween candy and and replaces it with a toy oh yeah which okay I love that idea as somebody okay I'm not getting into that now but yeah I kind of I don't mind that idea actually personally because Halloween candy can be triggering but I think it's overall really really good 
the intent is good yeah the intent is really good and i think it's a lot probably makes it a lot easier too to shop (laughs) if you're asking hey give me a little list Mm -hmm. of all these things all these categories yeah and i i feel like it just raises you to have a more grateful mindset i don't know that's what i would assume and not to i don't know not to expect like not to put so much value in quantity Mm -hmm. which i think is really important and it's harder these days everything is plastic have you been seeing all those videos about people exposing how something will be really expensive or you'll think I don't know. They're trying to make things seem much more special than they are. But when you read the ingredient, the ingredients, no. When you read the materials, it's like acrylic, nylon, polyester, all different ways of saying plastic. And that's like everything these days. It's so, yeah. it's really fucked up. It's really it's fucked deceiving. up. deceiving. Yeah, it's really yeah. deceiving. So that's just another way that you can try to be even more on it with the quality. And instead of buying stuff, this kind of crapola you know Mm -hmm. the the last thing that we have for being more mindful is really going in with the intention to not overbuy so to do this you have to go in with a plan don't just go in to your shopping experience especially during the holidays willy-nilly and especially if you're someone with like a big heart who likes spoiling the people that you love every time you see something that you know someone that you love would love you're like I need to get it for them. I, I can't not. I just can't not. They're never going to know what they never got. They're not going to know. Like they will appreciate whatever you get for them. I'm sure. So going on with the plan and sticking to it. I feel like that's the hardest part. Not giving in to like the last minute products that are staged by the counter. I feel like I'm able to shield myself more from this just because I'm in advertising. Do you feel that way? Because you mm-hmm. had advertising experience too that you see right through all of the yeah. holiday marketing Mm -hmm. I see right through it I'm like nope Mm -mm." but people it's crazy because that's that's literally the industry I'm in to make people fall for it (laughs) Ah. (laughs) that's why I don't fall for it hot take well and I was gonna say I mean unless you're in a small small business market then go ahead and spend and you can spend without the guilt the a little bit just a little bit more the guilt the guilty feelings alleviated because at least you know that your dollar is being so appreciated and they're, the small business owners are not trying to con you, trick you into giving, giving, giving no. more money. No, no, no. Like, we don't have like the Kohl's cash. We don't do that. <laughs> yes. They they really care about giving you a product that you're going to love and that's going to last. And all of these little gimmicky sales that the big box stores are putting out, even though they might seem enticing they don't have the intention behind them that the mm-hmm. small business owners do. So yes, that's definitely, I'm glad you brought that point up because that is so valid. Yeah. And I've heard some people say like, oh, they're just raising their prices before Black Friday anyways, which kind of shocked me. I'm like, wait, what? Do they really do that? Because sometimes I I have been one to love a sale. We're working mm-hmm. on it. We're, we're improving every single day, but I'm like, damn, do they really fucking do that to me? I don't think that they used to do it, but this could be a new a new scheme that they're doing. Just I did notice when I was looking, I think I went on urbanoutfitters.com and I was just perusing. And I was like, wait, everything seems more expensive. I think this was on or around Black Friday. I'm like, this is these prices don't seem right. I know we can go on and on about ways to be a mindful shopper, but it's like, okay, you can give us all of these 
tips or reminders but at the end of the day it's like what do I buy then what the fuck do I buy (laughs) given all of those restrictions like what am I getting people that's the burning question Mm -hmm. so we're gonna tell you (laughs) we we came with the receipts we We came prepared (laughs) go check out my tiktok I know I I saw your TikTok and I was like oh this is so cute you know what's funny I literally was saving it because I have a folder that is like of TikToks that I want to show you of trends that we should hop on and then I got to the slide that said plants I was like oh my god this is Natalie's TikTok (laughs) yeah I made a TikTok when I was at a market earlier this month of all of these little small businesses that I loved I loved and I got to know the owners and I took really good pictures and yeah it's on my TikTok at 111 I need to do something with that username but um that's what it is for now there's lots of good ideas on there I totally unbiased um but one of them this girl makes custom stuffed animals I thought I've never seen her before she was new I was like I love this like I've never seen this and she was making them there too and I was thinking, how amazing of an idea would it be if you have a partner who, for example, loves sloths, sloths, I know Zach loves sloths, sloths, mm-hmm. sloths, yes, <laughs> and also loves like pandas or something, and you put a sloth head on a panda body and gave them that as a good thing, that would just be, it's kind of thoughtful. That would be hilarious. Or if we made one of Nugget because we always call her a turkey and we put her head on a turkey body. Bro. I would cry. So good. Like, honestly, thoughtful. Funny. Funny. Cool. Unhinged. Like, unique. Like, it hits every box. And her prices were also really good. I need to look into that one. So many jewelry options, too. Good God. There's mm-hmm. I, I tagged all the businesses on there, but I feel like there's just zero need these days to buy like overpriced crappy jewelry from like a big box store because a lot of times it's just gold plated, whatever. Not that good. But if you buy something gold filled, it literally lasts forever. I feel like this is the secret nobody wants you to know, but gold filled and sterling silver, both of those silver and gold will never tarnish. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have some gold filled stuff from a long time ago and it still looks great and it's affordable. You heard it here, people. Oh, yeah. Mine aren't necessarily small businesses, but they are more mindful. That's okay. Our- That's okay. <laughs> We're okay. We're okay. And I, I feel like, no, I feel like this shows the balance of like, you know shop small when and where you can yeah and if you're not shopping small though be mindful about it be mindful about like what you're d- spending yeah like I really want a good pair of jeans and probably some shoes from I don't know what brand but like it's just you know I, I, I'm There's getting give and take yeah quality over quantity and mindful and being educated like all that stuff matters like, just to exist in this world that we live in you know what I mean yes it's okay so I already mentioned the thrift bundle, but another cute idea that I feel like could be cute if you maybe are intimidated by buying clothes for someone else is kind of curating a little day for someone. So for example, thrift day to a gift card to their favorite thrift store. I think this would be cute and their favorite coffee shop as well so that they can like grab their coffee before going thrifting for the day and you write them a cute little note and you explain to them what you have in mind for the gift to be clear that like you want them to have this day for themselves taken care of 
And along with that, you can get like a cute little tote from Etsy. It could be like a custom tote or it can just be a tote that has something that they like really love on it. And in the note, you can be like, I want you to take yourself thrifting, the gift card to go thrifting. I want you to buy yourself a coffee and here's your tote to use as your bag. And I feel like that would be so cute. Like if I received something like that, I would cry. Honestly, I would be like, this was yeah. so thoughtful. That would be special. And also I think the underlying theme here that I don't know if we've directly said is like special, you know, yeah, so much better than the shiny, flashy, whatever, like the things that are special and mean something those are the things that'll like bring the tears yes not straight off the shelf is the trend here on the topic of sloths Hmm. this is still the best gift that Mm -hmm. i've ever given Mm -hmm. and zach says it's the best gift he's ever received but i'm sure they have experiences like this in different states as well but we did this in la and for zach's i think it was his 20th birthday I took him to meet two sloths. Amazing. And we went into the sloth enclosure and it was just us. It was a private thing. And we got to go into the sloth enclosure, feed them. And it's at a wildlife conservation center. So you can like feel confident in the time that you're spending there and that the animals are well taken care of. And I'm pretty sure the money just goes like the money that you spent on the experience just goes into taking care of the conservation place and the animals and stuff. So That place is called Wildlife Learning Center in L.A. And you can still meet the sloths. The sloths are still there. And you can also do giraffes. And there are other smaller animals. But like I said, I feel like there are different... I'm sure there are different um, experiences in different states that you can do similar things. And I feel like that would be so exciting for anyone of any age, like to meet their favorite animal. Mm -hmm. To get to hug a cow. Oh, my God. They have those thingies, sanctuaries. I don't know what they are, but you get to go and hug a cow. Yes. If somebody bought me that experience and just like planned the day for me to make it happen, I would. Yeah, that would go definitely go down in my books as a favorite gift. I love it. Those are both experiences. Yes, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an experienced girly. I also have some experiences for me. My, the experiences are more pricey options. And I do feel like that there's those people out there who do gift more expensive gifts. Mm -hmm. My love language isn't gifting, but (laughs) maybe some people out there, they, they really do find joy in dropping a lot of money. I've met people like that before who are really into the more expensive pricey kind of gifts and like, okay, no judging. Yeah. Um, one, well, experiences from local businesses like spas, nail salons, restaurants, those guys are easy. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with just a gift card or whatever. Uh, something more creative and unique, like a personal shopper buying them like in a, an hour, or, I don't know, an appointment with a personal shopper, getting something custom embroidered, uh, booking a private tour, a chef's table, <laughs> a consultation for something that they've been wanting to do. A helicopter ride, a sailboat ride. These are all things that you can actually find on Airbnb experiences. We actually did a sailboat ride for our anniversary and it was really cute. And it was, you just literally go on some guy's boat and he just takes you around the bay, which is cool. A cooking class that teaches them how to make their favorite foods, a cocktail making class. (laughs) Honestly, so many, I could keep going on, but I feel like all of those are kind of good ideas if you're willing to drop some more cash and you want to do a really fun experience yeah no that's fun I even wrote down some classes as well like the ring making class that Zach and I went to in Vancouver 
also like that place that we saw in New York that we were saying when we go to New York one day we need to go do that like you pick a pearl and then they make you a piece of jewelry with it oh yeah that would be so fun and you get to like help them design it something like that or when me and Zach went to Hawaii my mom bought us this like ATV experience and we went ATV riding around the land that Jurassic Park was filmed on and it was so fun amazing also if you're a little bit of a narcissist then you can feel responsible for like all the fun that they've had (laughs) yes you know when you do something fun like a fun experience you take pictures and then you show everybody you know and you're like look at this cool thing I did you can feel responsible for that amazing yeah so selfish the gift that everyone benefits (laughs) what are some of the most memorable or most used like most practical gifts that you've received Memorable or practical or special. I put you on the spot, huh? It's just like this is going to expose everybody that I know. But for, I don't know, ever, I come from the family that's like, tell me what you want. Give me the link. Yeah. And honestly, I kind of have preferred it that way. (laughs) My mom does that too. Honestly, sometimes I do. I've grown to prefer it because then I can just be like, look, I really need this and I really am going to use and enjoy this. Like, please, this -hmm. would be great. And I go for quality items, like the nice pair of jeans I was saying, a new pair of shoes that I I really need or have my eye on. Like, this is also horrible, but Brandon and I also tend to do this with each other too. Like gifting, I don't think is either of our love language. Me and Zach do it too for some things. So I think a lot of people do it, more people than you think. Oh, here's something. <clears throat> when last year Brandon got me tickets to go see you and it was a total surprise oh yeah I forgot that that was a gift <laughs> yeah that was a gift for my birthday it kept on it was a gift to to me and you then yeah it was a gift I guess for both for all of us because he came too yeah and we had and for great, Zach because he finally time. got to hang out with another guy for a day <laughs> <laughs> it was fun it was really and that that's also a great gift it's like so special to buy somebody tickets to go see their friend who lives abroad or not yeah. abroad. <laughs> abroad in Oregon <laughs> no tickets to go see your your friend yeah I love that no that was that was super fun too thank you Brandon um but I wrote down some of mine. So Natalie, I I hit her with a curveball with that one because I was prepared and she was not. So I did have time to reflect on this question, but I'm just going to share these because I feel like they're good to draw inspiration from as well. One time when I was a bartender, one of the guests at the bar, we were chatting and she was telling me about a book. And then a week later, she came and she brought me the book. Stop. Wait, I still haven't read it. Is this an Oregon? I'm still going to read it. No, this was in California. Some random bartender? No, I was the bartender. You were the bartender? Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't. Bear with me, you guys, please. <laughs> you were the bartender and somebody gave you... She bought it for me. She bought she... it for you? Yes. Holy moly. We were talking about the book while she was sitting at the bar and I was like s- serving her. And she was telling me about it and she was like, I think, I think it would be perfect for you. I'm going to get it for you. And she, I didn't take her seriously. And then she came back the next week and she dropped off the book. That's, that's really nice. And so obviously, you know, I'm not telling you to go buy books for your bartender, but just like if something comes up in conversation like that, where you're recommending something to a friend or a family member, I think it would be special to 
get that thing for them if they were especially showing interest in it maybe they forgot about it and they were never like i don't know they weren't thinking about buying it for themselves so i think that's special oh i thought of one more thing go so when we opened the store somebody had made custom someone ordered me custom plant slut cookies so they actually had the plant slut logo on it really well done it was the coolest thing ever i i wasn't expecting it it was really thoughtful it was obviously you know clearly they took planning to think about it and it was so special i took so many pictures i kept one around for ever like as long as i could i kept one wrapped in the in the plastic so and i actually have her at but i i'm sure she probably doesn't ship maybe she ships them who knows if not there are probably other bakers in the area yeah I think custom cookies would be a very sweet gift so sweet so special cookies by genevieve you can get it to say i don't know anything meaningful if there's a milestone happening or whatever they can do they can put anything on a cookie they can put anything on a cookie on the topic of food one time my friend ge- made me for my birthday a jar of her homemade pesto that I love. Aww, and I sweet. had no I had no idea. And I was so excited. It was so sweet because it's a labor of love. That's homemade pesto. So sweet. And also gifts don't have to be expensive. I don't know if we've said that explicitly yet, but they do not have to be pricey at all. The homemade pesto thing. Yeah, especially if you have you know something food wise that you're known for that everyone loves just bust a bunch of that out and give it to everyone who you know loves it Mm -hmm. and i'm sure they would be delighted as ever oh absolutely food hits people like none other another thing that's really affordable and fun is stickers maybe this isn't everyone's thing but getting like cute funny little stickers from someone this is also another easy way to support small businesses so fun when i was at this Mm -hmm. market someone posted on their story so i got i saw it on someone else's situation so i didn't get the name of the business but it was a frog with a shopping cart and a text bubble and it said i kind of have to poo (laughs) i thought it was so funny and like imagine if you had a friend who told you every time i go into target i have to take a shit and and you get them that i mean that's (laughs) what did you say no that is funny i think it's funny it just little funny things there were a lot of creative stickers actually out there you guys i've i'm not i'm not really like a sticker collector but being at these small businesses i'm like oh my god there's a sticker for everything another thing is just paying attention i mean maybe it's too late for this now that it's already december but paying attention to the people in your life throughout the year and really taking note of things that they bring up in conversation Like one year for my birthday, Alexis bought me a propagation station Mm -hmm. and I had been talking about wanting one for so long and she knows that like if I don't need something, I most likely won't buy it or I'll take literally a year before I convince myself to buy it. And I'm sure it wasn't like super like the priciest thing ever, but I was so excited and I use it. It's in my room. Like I look at that thing every day and I think that thing is so fucking cute and I'm so happy that I have it. That's and it's and it's sweeter because it came from somebody else. I didn't ask for it. Okay, I think we gave you guys more than enough examples and inspiration for gifts for this year. But when I was thinking about this episode, I was thinking I was trying to like tap into my cynical side and think what if? Like all of the what ifs or the excuses that we can make for ourselves. What if you're 
tight on money, but you have time to, to, you know, spend looking for gifts or making gifts. I would say if that's the case, the easiest solution would be to go like the homemade route. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. There's so many cute tutorials on TikTok right now about things you can craft as gifts for the holidays. Yes. So I think that's definitely something that you can do if you have a low budget this holiday season. I am making homemade gifts as we speak. I can't say because they may listen, but I'm making some stuff out of air dry clay for people that I think will be really cute. And you're getting so good at it. So I'm excited to see what you make. You need to send me pictures. I will. Okay. Another what if. What if you do have a budget for gifts, like you have more money, but you don't have time to be more thoughtful. Like you just feel like you don't have the time to sit down and really think about all of these things. Then I think in that case, I think the easiest route would be to go like the experience route. Mm -hmm. Would you say? Yes, I would. Because everyone loves an experience. And like Natalie mentioned, a lot of the experiences that we were mentioning are a little bit pricier, but you don't have to know someone that much to pick an experience that they'll love. Yeah. If you're really short on time, Google best spa near me and click on the first one and get a gift certificate and say hey I'm treating you to a massage I'm treating you to a facial I'm treating you to a whatever cold plunge go crazy no matter the intent behind that one nobody would be mad about getting a gift certificate to go to a spa I I wouldn't (laughs) I wouldn't either okay here is the real banger what if you don't have money and you don't have time? You're working all the time. You still don't have money. This is a lot of us during this time of 2023. Then what? What do we do? I mean, assuming that you don't have time to go to like any craft fairs, because I do think craft fairs help save time because you can kind of go in, do around, get stuff for everybody, you know, like all in one and then head mm-hmm. out. But if you really have no time, no money, I would say sit down and write a nice handwritten letter and you can make it fast okay you don't have to spend forever on it you don't have to spend days on it but take an hour write a really beautiful heartfelt letter maybe add some stickers in there or whatever or don't that's all you have to do it's done yeah and another like pretty easy low budget option that takes a little bit of time but not as much as going out and about and I know like if some people are working a lot which is the reality for a lot of people these days framed printed photos you can get the frames from goodwill and printing out some photos at like cvs or something fedex office a lot of people don't take the time to print photos nowadays so i think giving someone a nice printed photo of either them and their family you and them depending on your relation i think that could be really special yeah that is that is one of my classics i'm not gonna lie i forgot about that (laughs) i do that a lot (laughs) i am one to take a nice photo of somebody and print it and be like here you go <laughs> which one uh, one thing we did for Brandon's mom that was really special is I took a film photo of her with her um, grandson and I took it a while ago and I told Brandon don't save this like don't show anybody because this is gonna be our Christmas gift <laughs> or a birthday gift I think and then I thrifted a frame for it and she really liked it yeah and what I've been pulling on my family members the past few years my older family members like my grandparents or even I did this with my dad too I like pulled from the archives photos that they probably haven't seen in forever like photos from like the early 2000s 
and I framed those for them. And those sent everyone into puddles of tears. That leads me into my next quarry. What if they're materialistic? Then what? We don't have time. We don't have money. And they're materialistic. This happens probably to a lot of dudes out there. Yeah. Because some girls, they they do like nice things, as they should. I would have to say, I mean, I know you said no money, but like, do you really mean like no money or do you mean like $30? Tight. Tight on cash. Maybe go the gold-filled route, like a gold-filled ring. Because sometimes you can find some for around 30 bucks. And I mean, it's a little hard. It's maybe not the easiest of gifts, but you could get some gold-filled jewelry for pretty mm-hmm. affordable and then let them know like, hey, this is like never going to tarnish. It's really good quality. Hopefully, hopefully they like that. Yeah. Again, you can maybe, oh, like they're really materialistic. Like they're like, I want things. Yeah. You can try to go with looking like you brought a lot of stuff. So like um, one thing you, you bring like a big thing of things, right? So big thing of all little tiny wrapped things. <laughs> like a little basket yes, of a basket or something. And, but then everything in there is small but it adds up to a lot because of the illusion you know what i mean so like one is like her favorite um food from trader joe's let's say you know favorite snack then the other one is like a little it's a note right a note essentially or a promise to do something like oh i'm gonna give you a massage like a coupon a coupon and then a candle candle. and we can get it you can get it from ross or marshall's yeah we won't tell yeah we won't tell (laughs) Um, a spa basket of sorts is always nice of things that you know that they'll actually use. Like I know we're saying you can, you can get things for more affordable, but also don't totally skimp out because I've gotten some like bath products, but they are the cheapy ones. And it's not that I have like anything against them, but I just have sensitive skin. Like Mm -hmm. I can't just use anything, you know? Yeah. Like, and sometimes I think that's when the small business shopping again, I'm going to bring it back because I can. Bring it back around. It can come in handy because sometimes if people are more materialistic, I guess, maybe the illusion of having something nicer would be like, oh, this is small business made versus like, oh, Mm -hmm. I got this at Marshall's. Yeah, like getting a soap like from a small business. I did this at the Maker's Market that I went to last year and I got my mom this like coffee soap and it was homemade and she loves coffee and she was all about it. She was like, I don't even want to use this ever. I just want to smell it. Mm -hmm. So I think... It is appreciated to, you know, get something that is homemade or yeah. maker made. I think it does give more of an illusion of it being better, yeah. which it is. It is better. That's the reason. <laughs> it's not an illusion. It is better. The recipient recognizes it. Like you didn't just go to the grocery store and buy a bar of soap for them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that suggestion. We slayed that. We slayed that. Fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> This was a long one, but I knew it was going to be kind of long because I know we're very passionate about this topic. I feel like I already thought of a title when we were talking. The the only gifts guide you will need. You will ever need, period. Period. Like, that's, <laughs> like, this is it, you guys. Like, I don't know how it gets any better. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. But all that to say, now that we've shared everything we have to say, well, no, I honestly feel like we could continue saying more, but we're going to cut it here. All that to say, though, don't put too much pressure on yourself. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No, but seriously, it it is hard out there. It's hard out there. We know. And we are not perfect. I know we're sharing all of these 
ideas and these tips and these really nice sentiments, but that doesn't mean that we're going to be able to achieve doing every single one of them this holiday season. Yeah. Just do your best. That's really what it's all about. Do your best. Don't stress. Oh, that was good. (laughs) You hit that note. Don't stress. Do your best. That's our new theme song. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We got our first review. We're just so jazzed about it. I couldn't believe when you sent me the screenshot. So I shout out so to um, Cordy Court 13. Yes, 13. That was so nice. And we're so happy. The- and we're just glad to be here, guys. Thanks for listening. Give us a like, a follow, a listen, a what else, a subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Rate us on Spotify and Apple. Follow in Cordy Court 13's footsteps and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, she paved the way. Thank you, Queen. Thank you for making us feel like these episodes that we've been putting out matter and are being well received. We appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. And follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Give them the at. (laughs) At Delusional (laughs) AF Podcast. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.